Take it away. Uh, welcome to Game Devs Quest. My name is Taylor, joined by my best buddy, Rhett. How you doing, Rhett? I'm doing well, now yeah. that I know I'm your best buddy. I, well, I thought I had to say it, you know? <laughs> you didn't say it back. You're my best buddy, too, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I wasn't kidding about you being my best bro, though. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Oh man, so it's been kind of a crazy week. Um, I feel a little flustered about this episode, to be honest. I don't, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. To be, it's just been kind of crazy. Today we spent, uh, dang, like five or six hours trying to get the iceberg game we've been working on finished, and uh, it's been frustrating. But uh, we're nearly there. We're probably like. I don't know, 95% there. We we essentially just have to get the music in the game. Um, so yeah, that's been that's been a big part of our week this week. Um, that and again more Japan planning. It's kind of yeah. getting crunch time with Japan, so I've been stressing about that quite a bit. I've been doing a ton of reading, ton of research. We've been watching some. Uh, like documentary series and like YouTube videos about people traveling to Japan. So I'm just really kind of immersing myself into that and trying to just narrow down all the details. It's a lot to think about. So yeah, it is. Oh, so yeah, it's been kind of a crazy week. Um, how'd your week go, Rhett? How'd you do on your challenges? I guess uh, the challenges were kind of for both of us, but. Yeah, they were kind of. We had a couple group challenges. I think uh, we were supposed to get a little bit more invested into our, back into our Unity courses, uh, which I don't know how you did, but uh, <laughs> I kind of failed. Although we spent a lot of time with Unity this week, so maybe it's a half pass. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the other challenge was to uh, uh, basically note down or sketch uh, ten game ideas a day all week so we were each supposed to come up with 70 <laughs> which seems kind of absurd like in hindsight but um i had a lot of fun with this when i remembered to do it and then work just got crazy and uh, i quit remembering to do it and um i don't know how far you got but i think i did like three and a half days um yeah i did uh, and... 27 it looks like oh that's pretty good yeah i probably only did like a little bit more than 30 but uh, it's funny. I I never I didn't post my ideas up online because I was handwriting them. But I I looked at your ideas and uh, I had a c good laugh at some of them because you could just like imagine Taylor going through his day and like you know one of his ideas uh, he you had a lot of ideas written down about uh, like noise making and stuff like that you know so there's like some stuff about sports in there and some other things but then one of them was uh, that you're a cat and the goal is to like make as much noise to like wake up your owner as you possibly can <laughs> and I. I just like imagined you like waking up in the middle of the night with your cat just like going ape shit and you're like well here's an idea <laughs> you know, uh, like, that's my night every night dude so yeah it was pretty relevant um, uh but uh yeah some of my ideas it was funny just seeing like how you get on that like track and uh you follow it down because a lot of yours were similar to that sort of thing and a lot of my ideas like really revolved around like the slingshot mechanics that are kind of in Angry Birds, okay. uh, and also like the gyroscope uh, on a mobile device. Like one of my ideas was like you're snowboarding and you're you you can only steer with a gyroscope or something, you know, or like you're you know you're doing anything but you can only use the axis, you know, like uh, controls to like tilt your phone and steer or whatever. I had a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. one day, I'm pretty sure that's like all I had. Um, <laughs> Were you playing a game or something that like inspired you, or just kind of like no, uh, not really. But you know, I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> I have nothing. You know, I mean, I have a PlayStation Four which has like access controls, but uh, I don't like. I can't think of any game off the top of my head that I have that like uses them very much. Um. 
And plus, I've never liked them to begin with. It's like so counterintuitive to like everything you learn to do playing video games with a controller as a kid. Like, yeah, you know. Um, but I, I just thought it would be fun. Like you're holding this ta- like tactile device in your hand. Like what a cool way to like, you know. Also came up with some ideas that use the GPS. Basically, like you know those old like Zombie Runner like Google Maps things or whatever. I, I had an idea that was kind of like Pokemon Go that was. Uh, you're running around um, basically like collecting some sort of animal. Um, uh, in my mind, it was birds because I was kind of basing it off of chocobos from Final Fantasy VII. But uh, you run around and you capture birds like using your GPS and stuff. And then uh, you like breed them to like get birds that you can't get by just like running around. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that was my week. Work was crazy and sucked. And uh you heard me bitch uh, bitching about it uh, a lot this week, so I won't bore you too much. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, yeah, my week went by actually pretty fast, too, because work was pretty busy. And, uh, yeah, I just had a lot on my mind, so it's kind of crazy. And, like, now it's – we normally record Friday during the day, but we were, like, so busy, like, during the day that – Well, we decided to just, like, go slam dunk the iceberg game and – Never got around to it, so... Yeah, I know. We had to, like, make some extra time for this episode. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, it's already Friday night. My weekend's halfway over. But, uh, yeah, it was a good week, though. I, I've been tracking my time still, which has been helpful. Um, just punching in, punching out when I'm doing game dev stuff. And uh, it's been good. Like, I mean, we had a pretty good session today. Um, that really boosted my hours, but I think I hit over 12 hours this week. Uh, good for you. Which is pretty good, um, since my goal essentially is 10 hours a week. Um, so yeah, there was that. Um, the game idea thing kind of inspired me a little bit. I got um, pretty hung up on this idea, um, and I've talked about like being a fan of history and loving the Age of Empires games and how how much of an influence they've had on me uh, growing up. Like Age of Empires really got me interested in history. Um, you know, I I got the game and I'd, I'd click on a civilization that I had never heard of or thought was cool and then I'd read about the history of them and then I'd want to like play them and like discover their unique units and whatever else. And um, one of the ideas I came up with was basically like a grid battlefield kind of thing. Um, it's like turn base where you have like an army and uh, your army is historically accurate. Like you have units that are, you know, those units were actually used in history for that like civilization or whatever. And like the leader of the, that civilization would actually be a unit on the battlefield with you. And uh, then you just like kind of face off in this turn base, like grid battle game. And uh, I thought it'd be kind of a cool way of, um, you know, using my interest in history to to learn more about history, but also to, like, make other people maybe interested in history as well. Um, and so one night I uh, got on, I was streaming on Twitch. I was making this, like, Viking-looking guy. It wasn't really historically accurate, but it kind of was inspired by that idea. Uh, doing some pixel art. That was a lot of fun. Um, I think I'm going to kind of like keep that idea in my back pocket and just when I don't really have any inspiration for what to work on, maybe start just making some like soldiers that may look uh, historically accurate and see if I can, you know, maybe build that game down the line. So cool. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, what other ones that I have that I wanted to mention? Most of them were just like, I kind of went in with the mindset of like, what would be a small enough idea that you and I could actually make? And so, like, what was one of them? Um, For me, the the idea was like, what, how could I describe a game in like one sentence, basically, you know? Yeah, and that's like you know. Then you're like really forced to like really scale down like the scope. You're not just like, well, you see, <laughs> you know, <I> have <laughs> to like write a novel to go along with it. 
Right. Yeah, I did write some that were a little bit long, but uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find something that actually would be be cool. One of them that I thought would be kind of interesting uh, that I wrote towards the end was like kind of this um, game that's almost like a simulation. I don't think it would be fun at all, but I think it might be kind of cool if you could like make it lifelike. Maybe you do it with uh, VR or something. But uh, the game would be like you get a recipe, like you can download a recipe or something for cooking, and you like put that recipe in the game, and then you can test out the recipe, and then the game kind of, after you're done actually cooking the food, like the game analyzes how well you followed the recipe to determine like how well it tasted and then uh <laughs> you just like get a score based off of that kind of a kind of a dumb idea but i thought it might be kind of interesting if people for people who are like trying to test new recipes or like uh you know if you you know like when i try and follow a recipe i usually mess up the first time so you get that practice run or something you know yeah, that's a really cool idea, man. I di- I dig that for sure. <laughs> I don't know. What was another one? Um, another one. I like cut my finger at work, um, and so I was thinking about like how annoying it is to like clot, clot a, a cut, like the wound. So I was like, maybe we can have this game where like you're a medic and you're on a battlefield and you have to like clot these. This is probably not PC at all. Uh, but you like have to clot these like soldiers' wounds, and more of them keep falling, and you have to like try and juggle all of the the soldiers. And like when you clot a wound, then they survive, and like you get points for it. And then uh, if they don't, then you lose. But <laughs> I don't know, just stupid stuff like that. Just like how is that not PC? Is what I want to know. Well, I don't know. Like for somebody in like the who's a veteran or something. Maybe maybe not the greatest, but I don't know. I was like just Fair thinking enough. of uh, little th- like little things that happened to me throughout the day. Like I was gearing my mind towards game development, so I had these kind of really random ideas based off of those things that happened in my day. Oh, another it's one. It's fun because those that method of like note taking is like it's useful for like so many things. It's like useful for like crafting jokes to like tell on stage it's like useful for like finding stories to tell yeah um and uh, it's like a really useful muscle to train yeah for sure you'll find like if you fall out of it it'll be like hard to get back into it so i encourage you to keep going yeah it was fun i like caught myself like getting on these rolls you know like because i i didn't do it for like the first couple of days and i actually really just came up with like all my ideas in like mostly one day um, and at first it was kind of hard, but then I kind of got rolling. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so that was that. Um, you were going to say another idea that you had real quick? Oh, yeah. Um, another idea. Have you ever played the game? Um, shoot, I'm going to blank on what it's called. Oh, game. Is it Game Dev Tycoon? Oh, yeah. Um, I bought that game and I didn't play it very much. I actually didn't think it was that fun, but like the idea I think has been sitting in the back of my head. Um, but I had this idea about like a, a book writing game where you're like a novelist that like stays at home writing books. And basically as the player, um, you actually do write a book, but it's just like really short, maybe like 50 words or something or a hundred words or something. And then uh, basically you try to get that book published and like maybe there's this kind of goes back to like the the cooking game but maybe there's like some sort of algorithm that would be used to like rate your game or rate your book and it uh, determines like how many books you sell how much money you gain um, how much fame, fame you have and then like as you write more and more books you can like basically upgrade your house and like your room and stuff like that with uh you know maybe you maybe you have like a crappy typewriter to start with and eventually you get like 
a better computer and like maybe a nice desk and you kind of like decorate your house and stuff like that. Um, you know what's cool is like I can envision uh, some interesting like multiplayer aspects to that. Uh huh. Where so you know everybody's just playing the game or whatever. They um have an account registered or whatever, but then, so you write your little story, it's 50 or 100 words, or maybe it's 250 words, it's just like one page or whatever, okay? Yeah. It's really, sh- but it's short, no matter what. And then the algorithm, like, rates it, and the algorithm is basically, like, the, the publisher being like, yeah, okay, great, like, here we go. Then it publishes it, like, kind of online to, like, a website or something. Mm-hmm. And then other people who play it can go and basically, like, you know, read it. And then like, if your book gets like more reads, like you get extra money. Cause it's like royalties oh, yeah. for your book selling, you for know? Sure. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> and like, you know, so the people who are getting more reads are going to get like more points to like deck out their stuff faster. Yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty cool actually. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It kind of makes me think of uh Game Dev Tycoon, also a little bit of Merchant, which I had been playing for a little while there. Yeah. I was just thinking of that when you were talking about it, that episode of Game Keto crossed my mind with that guy who created that art game where you had to like create art using these like very, very like strict parameters and then it would like post it online for people to see what you did. Oh, I don't know if I ever listened to that. That sounds cool. I- it's a pro- it's a recent one because I'm not I didn't like start at the beginning yeah I just like I I try to keep current and while going back and like listening to ones that I find interesting mm-hmm. um, if I can remember the name of it I'll tell you but that's kind of what I was thinking you know it's just like oh these things get posted online and then people can view it and then that's like the currency to the players you know like yeah or extra currency anyways yeah yeah that's cool <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so that was anything pretty fun. else bef- nah I don't. Know. There might be some other ones that I forgot about, but like most of them are pretty terrible. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just a, just an idea that pops in your head that, uh, you know, you just write down because you might as well. And I right I, exactly. I caught myself a couple times throughout the day where like I couldn't pull out my phone or I didn't have my phone or anything with me to really write it down, and I was like, oh, I'll remember that, and then I never remembered what it was. I was like, dang, yeah. I forgot that good idea. You know, kind of pissed if me off. If you can. If you can like commit that feeling of of just like absolute certainty that you have and will forget things, like that'll really train you to like make sure you commit it down somewhere, even if it's on like a sticky note or something, you know? Because um, that's a big that's a big thing. Like I can't even tell you the number of times, like especially when I was doing stand up comedy a lot more, uh, where I just had this like slam dunk of a joke. And I didn't have anything to write. And it's, it's like, I mean, I swear to God, hundreds of times. And I didn't write it down. And of course you forget. You always forget, without doubt, you know? Yeah. The same thing goes for every song idea I've ever had. Like, I'll find a melody in my mind, and I'll be like, oh, I'll remember this. Now now I pull out my phone, and I record me humming it or singing it or whatever, you know? like Yeah. Well, I'm then, merciless, dude. And then, I don't know if, how much you watch Seinfeld, but uh, it reminds me of this episode where Jerry like is basically doing this he's like taking notes whenever he thinks of a good joke and a lot of times he does it like when he's sleeping and he yeah. wakes up in the middle of the night and he writes it down and then the next morning he like reads it and he's like what like what is <laughs> yeah. this and he's like i know like i think he gets kind of stuck on one word that he knew was like this amazing joke and he was like <laughs> spinning like the whole episode like trying to figure out what it was so i guess my point was like make sure you like it write it down like descriptive enough to where you'll actually know what you're talking about. Like one of the, one of the ones I wrote down that I just like came across is caveman mural painting. And that was all yeah, I, that I, was all that. I wrote. <laughs> like, what was I talking about? Like, what is that? What do I mean? Like by that? <laughs> I have no idea now. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is, uh, you know, but you never, you know, you'll never know what that will mean to you later. Yeah, though, true, either. true. So that's like the advantage of committing it to paper. Yeah. Um, God, dude, Audacity keeps like upping my recording volume. It's really irritating. Huh. Um. Well, more editing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucks, but 
But it is it is interesting because like caveman mural painting might mean something like really awesome to you. Yeah. You know, in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Good exercise. I like that one. I think uh, yeah. we should try to keep keep doing that as much as we can. Maybe not ten a day, but like as many as we can, and just remind ourselves to do that. So I liked it. Cool. Um, yeah, I think our other goal was. Uh, doing the unity course which i know we've talked about multiple times probably for like the last month and haven't done but um after we failed to meet that goal and the goal of completing the iceberg game i feel like it's more clear to me now than ever that we really need to to get on that like i agree this week was like it was just kind of a slugfest I thought we had it, you know, like early in the week. I'm like, oh, you know, we'll we'll be done with this. Give us another like hour or two and we'll have this done. And uh, today (laughs) we probably spent three hours just at the beginning of it trying to figure one thing out. Yeah. Well, you know, and then what happens too is it's the beginning of the week and we go, oh, well, um, we have all week. So, you know, why do we need? Yeah. God, Audacity is pissing me off. I guess I'll just leave it. Fuck you, Audacity. Uh, anyways, you, you're at the beginning of the week, and you're like, well, I have all week to do this. And then all week is up, and you realize like that wasn't true at all. So, Yeah, for real, man. Yeah, we learned a lot this week, though. At least I feel like I did. Um, I, again, was like struggling a lot with animations and like using the animation controller or the animator in Unity. It wasn't so much like using it. Like I have that part down. I feel like I understand how it works, which is good. But what was happening basically was, um, so we have like, we have basically 15 animations that run on a loop. It's like basically four frames in one animation. And it's just an iceberg in a certain state, like, like, however much melted it is like the first frame maybe it's zero or first animation is like zero percent melted it's just bobbing up and down in the water and then the idea was that at the 60 second mark it jumps to the next phase you know maybe like five percent melted or something and uh and then again at after 60 seconds of being in animation two it goes to three and so on well i had written this script i don't know last week or something that was working like I test it out. I didn't sit there and wait for 15 minutes for it to go all the way through. I just do like, you know, uh, it runs through the frame once or once th- runs through one cycle of the animation and then it goes to the next one. So like animation one, it goes, does four seconds. Then animation two, it does four seconds, three, four seconds. It goes all the way through and it worked like flawlessly. It, it The transitions looked great. Like everything worked. Right. So then this week we start testing with longer animations because like we're getting down to the stretch. We want to know what it looks like. 60 seconds each. First, first transition going from animation one to two, it works perfect. Then it goes to from animation two to three. Nothing happens. Never transitions. It just stays on animation two like forever. We sat there and we like did all this troubleshooting for, I mean, like one night, I think that's all we did was troubleshoot on that for like, you know, an hour, hour and a half. And then we spent, yeah. you know, maybe an, another hour or two today working on it. Um, I sent out a tweet last night asking for some help um, using the animator transitions by time. And somebody said, don't rely on Unity's time, rely on the system time. And in C Sharp, you can do uh, dot now i think is what it is and it gives you like the current system time and so i tried to like write rewrite the script using that and just couldn't get it to work so i was getting kind of pissed off and at one point like we just commented out the entire script and we just had the transitions running like (laughs) you know we were like all right let's create the transitions and well, I think I had like deleted, I deleted all the animations in the animator and 
recreated all of them and remapped them and did all the transitions and we just like hit play and we noticed that like <laughs> it was just doing it <laughs> <laughs> we weren't using script we weren't using parameters or conditions or anything and so i guess by default like it just transitions after it runs through it once or something uh, so then we were kind of playing with that. We figured out like if you do, I believe it was exit time. It's like one of the properties of a transition in the animator in Unity. Transition or exit time is like how many times does the animation run before it goes on to the next one? And so we have four seconds for the animation to run once. So we did 15 and it just worked. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Super great. <laughs> so it kind of makes me laugh just because like the idea that we had about this game was that it was supposed to be simple. And then I think that, I don't know, maybe we just assumed that we needed a script or. Well, we just got to the point where we weren't sure how to control it with the interface. Right. And we ended up trying to use a script, you know, during the game jam itself. Like, I think with what we know now, we could have completed this, like, within a few hours during the game jam. Yeah. Um, you know, the longest part to, was animating and, like, creating the music and doing all that stuff. But then you just plug it into friggin' Unity and it works. Like, Right. Well, it's funny, um, too, because it's basically, like, it's basically, like, editing a movie you know yeah <laughs> the only level of interaction is that you have a mouse cursor there which by the way has a pretty sweet little penguin as the mouse cursor thanks Hell Rhett. yeah Rhett, Rhett drew that uh was only my second pixel art ever <laughs> well it looks dope dude and now it's in a game <laughs> uh but the only level of interaction is just clicking an exit button to close the game so that required programming. And then we also have like this little kind of warning message or that kind of explains like the premise of the game. And that also took a little bit of programming because we wanted it to pop up and then disappear. Um, and today we were just kind of at the point where it's like, well, we want to be done. Um, so some of the like nice to have things like, it's okay if we're going to miss them. Like, I really wanted that text to fade in and fade out, but I couldn't get it working. So it's like, well, you know, that's icing on the cake. I just I just want to wrap this up and go on to something, something different, I guess. Yeah. Just say it's, I mean, just, I mean, it is complete once we're done. It, you know, we ha we're almost done, but it doesn't have everything that we fully envisioned when we when we started talking about it, so totally fine. Anyways. Yep, that'll be alright. We just need to put a ribbon on it and be done with it so we can go on to the next one. Yeah. So that was that. Um, Rhett did a lot of good work on the music today. That's the last thing we have to do is just incorporate that into Unity and then... Uh... Don't build it up that much. <laughs> I, I like what you wrote, man. It's, it sounds good. It's not it's a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Not like super 100% satisfied with it. I was like, you know, because there's like so many different ways like you can take it. And I ended up having one thing at the beginning. Like it, basically there's like four different movements uh, is like a good way you can with a lot of like dead space and like ambiance uh, and like sound effects and stuff in between. And um, And I got to the end and like, you know. I was just like, well, this thing's dying. I need to make it intense. I was like, let's just make it like a funeral dirge, basically. And it turned out like so badass. And I was like, well, the rest of this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah. But um, but it turned out fine. Fine enough for like, you know, um, only being worked on, you know, a couple times since the game jam. and Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, like total time we spent working on this game, Feels like it's been a lot, but it's probably been, you know, maybe 10 hours or 20 hours. I mean, yeah, like we did like nine, eight to nine hours the first day and then like five hours today 
and then like a couple hours here and there in the weeks between. Mm-hmm. So it's not really that long, and we learned a lot. No. I feel like so. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm excited to uh, get to be- back to work on the console app, and also like you know the next game jam. Um, for real, which I definitely want to hit unity harder so that when that happens, like we can maybe implement a little better idea. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that too. Um, you know, cause Allie is going to be gone at the end of May. Mm-hmm. And so if we wanted to do another game jam, I mean, I know like at this point, my confidence is kind of hit <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> unity, but, uh, I would I would love to to try it again and you know just try to it would be cool to do a game jam a month you know that's what a lot of people I'm talk down, about yeah. uh, so we could try to do a, a game jam like that last week of May like the 28th or beginning of June you know like maybe June 2nd try for yeah. that um, with notice I could probably make it work cool um but yeah, like speaking of uh, just like my confidence being shot um, and feeling a little bit like I'm over my head and like like at one point today I was thinking like like do I do I need to switch engines like am I just not cut out for Unity? Do I need to go to Game Maker since people say it's easier or like what's the deal? But uh, been listening to. Uh, a lot of game development podcasts, as you guys know. Um, this last, the last couple of days, I've been listening to this episode of Game Dev Unchained, um, which I mentioned a couple of episodes back. Definitely check out that podcast. Guys are super funny. Love listening to their podcast. Um, but this week, uh, episode 22, uh, interviews with uh, Anthony Jones and Kalen Chalk. Really good, man. Really inspiring. Um, it's really focused on Anthony Jones, who's basically like uh, an artist that kind of created his own school. Like he uh, he tried doing like art school um, and ended up dropping out and having having kind of a hard time. He had like you know a bunch of random jobs like before he got into game development and then he ended up just kind of like getting to a point where he was good enough and he started just making tutorials and it just went really well and now he's like you know really successful um but he talked about a lot of interesting stuff that kind of hit home with me um and one of the things that he was talking about was um basically just like how some people it it takes a long time for them to realize success like he was he was talking a lot about like his health and things like that and at at one point he was talking about how it, it had taken like two years for him to realize why he was sleeping so poorly but like in that span of two years even though it was really hard, he, he like did not stop experimenting and like pushing through, uh, trying to figure out like what was causing his sleep problems. And it ended up being like his diet and exercise basically partially, like he was just eating really bad food and he ended up switching diets and going like vegan. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, like just the way he talked about it was like really inspiring to me. Um, it made me think back to like how long we've been doing game development. Like it's been a very short amount of time if you in right. the grand scheme of things. And that made me go back to like high school, like thinking back to high school, how I started like running cross country and like playing golf and I had never done that ever, you know? And like for golf, I started my sophomore year and I was horrible. I shot like 120, you know? <laughs> and after I put in like three years of work, I was shooting in like the mid 80s, you know? So I like shaved like 35 strokes or whatever. And like most people would say 85 or whatever is like a pretty decent golfer. 
not that I could shoot that now, but, <laughs> um, but the point, the point I'm trying to make is like, it just, he just made me feel a lot better after listening to that. Like we've only been doing this for a couple months. Like the fact that we're, yeah. we're struggling is normal. Like we really just yeah. have to, to keep pushing through. And like once we have a year under our belt or two years or three years, like imagine the progress we're going to see. Oh Yeah. Well, you know, I only started learning to code, like, in February. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, So, the fact that we're here and, like, you know, this game isn't amazing by any means. And I didn't do any of the coding on it. And it's Unity. So, like, you know, what did you say the coding was? The button and the (laughs) cursor or something? (laughs) Yeah. Very minimal. Um, But, uh, you know, just, like, seeing... a project through like all the way like yeah and i've always thought that like uncomfortable uh you know uncomfort if you will is like basically like the comp a compass for like going the right way in life like and i think i said this last <laughs> last week on the podcast i was like don't put yourself in unsafe situations so you can grow <laughs> but <laughs> but you know it's like if you feel in like you're in over your head, like often it's a pretty good in- indicator that you're uh, you're you're doing something right. And um, uh, and another feeling that I feel all the time that uh, is a good indicator that I'm pushing it is uh, imposter syndrome. You ever get that? Oh, all the time, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like every day I wake up and I'm like, how did I get here? This <laughs> life am I in? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, you know, but. Uh, but I always just have to think about, well, you know, for one, I always go back and think about the things I've done in my life that I am like super proud of. And like, there's a lot of things I can look back on. Like I, I like music, for example, is like a big, big one of these in my life right now. Like I just got offered a contract to play drums for this show. And um, like I, in my mind, I, well, as soon as they offered it to me, I'm like, yes, of course. And then I spend the next day, like literally like losing sleep over and being like, oh no, how did I trick them? Well, how did I get here? You know, what are they going to see? What are they going to think when they finally see me and I suck, you know? And, and, um, but the truth is, is like, whatever I did in my past life, you know, made somebody like think I could do it. Not like I sold them horseshit, but they like literally saw me and saw what I was capable of. And they were like, yeah, Rick can do it. It's like, okay. Yeah, man. You got to sometimes like remove yourself from the equation so that you can see it clearly. Yeah. Well, also like think about how many successful people probably feel that same way. Oh, everybody does. Like everybody does without a doubt. Like, (laughs) yeah, like an actor or somebody, dude. They're always, they're always probably feeling like imposters. They're coming up with new characters on the fly, you know? Well, my favorite author, Pat Rothfuss, uh, dude, he talks about it all the time. He's just like, sometimes like I'm sitting in my writing room and I'm working on book number three and, and I'll open my email and I have 2000 emails of people literally just being like, where the fuck is book three? I'll kill you motherfucker. (laughs) You know? And and then he's like, how did, he's like, what did I, (laughs) how did I get to this point in my life? He's like, I'm not this, I'm not good enough to finish book three. I've tricked everyone (laughs) you know and even george r martin who has written like best-selling series and now has like a great television show based off his works like he has that all the time where he's just like i've somehow managed to con everyone into believing that i was capable of finishing this great story (laughs) you know yeah i'm sure like the only person who's never felt that was like Lance Armstrong or like some motherfucker who like went to the moon, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I definitely recommend that episode of game dev unchained though. Like I'm going to check it out. Cause that sounds pretty cool. I'm, I'm always into stuff like that. Yeah. They, they talk about, I mean, it reminds me a lot about the, like a lot of this kind of mindfulness stuff that I've been like researching and yeah, whatever. And of course, the guy like drops Tim Ferriss's name. So of course, he does. <laughs> but also like you know, for me, I really started identifying with this guy who's talking just because, um, like me and my wife have been kind of going vegetarian for like the last year, and uh, 
struggled with it a little bit. I mean, we, we haven't really eaten meat in like a year, but it's hard to like be healthy even, you know? Um, but this guy talks about like how he just ate absolute crap and, uh, like he's, he went vegan and how it just is like changing his life basically. And it was like inspiring on that front too. Like he made me want to get healthier, you know? Like he wasn't doing it for like the ethical reasons. He was like, you know, the ethical part is uh, is just kind of a bonus. But like, I feel better, I sleep better, I have more energy, like I can think now, like think clearer, and uh, you know, all just from switching to a plant based diet. It's always interesting. I always wonder, like, you know, when you really dive into nutrition. I have a hard time like parsing like what the correct way is to do because you see the people who are on like the keto diet, like they claim the same benefits, you know, like a super healthy lifestyle with like the fog lifted. And then you hear vegans say the same thing. It's like, but one is like an animal based diet. One is like a plant based diet. It's like, how do you parse like what's, (laughs) you know, it's like, is one truly better or are they just like, you know, different types of people do better on the different ones. Like, yeah, I, I, I've always been a fan of like really Bailey was just saying, but, uh, what been, she was just saying this and you probably couldn't hear her, but I'll reiterate, um, that, uh, it's like the non, the like unprocessed, uh, unprocessed diets. Yeah. Like the organic diets. Like I, I did paleo, uh, several times and, uh, you know, it's not vegetarian or vegan by any means. Well, it is almost, well, no, aside from meat, um, and those animal products, like, you know, you can't really have like processed dairy though. And anything like that, or right. like cured meats, like, um, you know, and you can't have anything cultivated pretty much like that. No rice, no corn, um, no wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like almost, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's gluten-free hundred percent and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, I've always described the benefits like the same way, like you're describing this dude's benefits to that. It's like, just like that, just that more energy, no drag in the middle of the day. Um, you know, and part of that is because it's like, you're not really supposed to have alcohol. You're not really supposed to have caffeine on this diet. Um, you know, and then of course you're cutting out like all of this processed foods. You're like, my bowels were like a clock, man. It's dude. Yeah. Amazing. I was laughing my head off here. And this guy talking about taking dumps, dude. He's like, man, this is like the first time I've had like a good poop in like forever. <laughs> yeah. dude, For real. You know, like bonuses year round, man. Yeah. Bonuses year round. <laughs> like just imagine that yeah. life. <laughs> Uh, um yeah so it is really interesting um well i've i always go ahead well go ahead i was well i was just gonna say like i mean for people doing the grind like you know just working 40 hours plus a week not really doing something you really want to do you know like the time that you have to yourself you either spend doing something fun and then you just are stuck in the grind forever or you make the decision to like work and you know become better at something that you love that you can eventually like get paid to do but then for people doing the grind like like for me I just like always feel tired like I always have that yeah. fog I'm not sleeping enough probably because my mind is like super busy. I'm always thinking about like ways I can improve my life, like things I should be getting better at and all this stuff that it like causes this kind of anxiety. And then like one, one thing that I just relish, you know, is like, like I want to eat tasty food, you know? Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like one of the, one of my favorite things to do is like eating yummy food. But, (laughs) but, you know, like most of the time, the food that I really want to eat isn't that healthy for me, you know? And I'm sure there is like some, some really good vegan food and I've had really good vegan food before, but like, that's why we didn't go completely vegan. Like we were vegetarian. Cause like, 
I love cheese, dude. I grew oh, up yeah. eating cheese sandwiches like every single day. <laughs> and uh I don't know if I could I don't know if I can give it up. I mean maybe someday I'll try. But like just hearing this guy talk about it, it's like the benefits you get from from changing that part of your life maybe in the long run it outweighs like the immediacy of like having that tasty like slice of cheese pizza or whatever you know oh yeah man so, for sure i don't know what were you, you know the say? other thing uh no no i just it brought me back to uh the first time that i like because part of paleo as well is like absolutely no sugar oh yeah um have you ever like cut processed sugar out of your diet before like um no i don't think oh, specifically Oh, dude. I don't actually, I mean, I guess I probably do eat a lot more sugar than I think I do. But yeah, well, you buy a loaf of bread from the store, there's sugar in it. You yeah. eat a block of cheese, there's sugar in it. There's sugar in every motherfucking thing. And when you're conscientious of it, and you're making an effort to cut all that processed, like, refined sugar out mm-hmm. uh, of your diet, uh, it really awakens you to, like, the things that we eat. Yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, I was gonna. I'm not gonna challenge you to do it because it's horrendous. <laughs> but uh, but the fact that it's that horrendous is like proof of how bad it is for you, dude. I've I've cut refined sugar out of my diet twice, and each time, uh, it was like a blessing that I started it like at the start of my weekend, uh, <laughs> because you just get flu-like symptoms and you have the shits for like two or three days. And, um, and it's like pretty much like the worst hangover with flu symptoms. Um, but then after you get all that sugar out of your body, it's like, Hey, (laughs) new world, you know? Yeah. You detox. Dude, it's crazy though. That stuff is so bad for you yet. We just like, I mean, it's in everything. It is in everything. Yeah, man. You can't go get a can of Progresso soup from the store without there being added sugar into it, you know? So Mm -hmm. for real, man. So, well, sorry for I the tangent, know. but uh, no, nutrition's important. It's yeah. an important part of game dev, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you hear about like all these guys working in the industry; they always talk about the crunch. And like when they're crunching, they're working like seventy, eighty hours a week, whatever you know. And yeah, they don't have time to like exercise or eat good food or get adequate sleep, but like. At least from what I've heard, when they go into that, like life is hell. They don't like it, and it burns people out. And uh, you don't make as good of a product as if you, you know, were healthy. So, yeah, it all wraps around, dude. Everything's related to game dev. For real. <laughs> Anyways, um... uh, what else we got? Oh, one one thing that I forgot to mention, which isn't that big of a deal but when uh when we were making the game today something that felt really good was uh the beginning when you like export your game you build it has like this uh, <laughs> unity splash screen <laughs> and yeah. uh we figured out how to like customize it and so we put like our game devs quest logo in there and then uh also we figured out how to do like the change your cursor so we made Rhett's penguin and like if you click it kind of does like a little flap like flaps its little wings <laughs> and uh i've i've talked about like the little things before in other episodes but like those two things right there like seeing them and like making it feel like it was a legit game just so like felt so good dude like yeah it'll bring me I, back <laughs> I, I will always say never take the little things for granted man it's like you know when writing stuff it's like i always put it into my ebook just so i can see it like Oh, you know that's cool. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and same thing like when we were making our film last year. Uh, you know, think about all the little things that we did that ended up making it feel like legit. Like there's one cut I always think about, like when you're opening the door. Oh Remember yeah, that man. we like framed it so that it like was continuous. Oh yeah, dude. And it it was like seamless, but then there you are, like inside, like opening the door. Yeah. And uh, to me, I was like, damn, dude. that was the moment where i was like this is legit yeah that was a trick i learned back when me and john finkley were making films dude you try and like 
you like open the door from one angle but then like you cut it right in the middle and you keep opening the door like as you start recording from a different angle it like makes you feel like you're immersed there because the the motion is fluid so yeah, yeah exactly like the little things the little things really count and like especially when you're struggling so hard when when you finally get like this little win that makes it just like feel like you're doing something <laughs> it just feels so well, good you know, dude think about what it sounded like when we were working on the game and we were trapped on this one thing and we're like wow we should just fucking kill ourselves we should just stop this is bullshit this is garbage you know it's like every every curse in the book for like an hour or two hours straight and then we are hooting and hollering when we made the cursor a mother effing penguin. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, oh, Taylor. I it's know. true what they say. You can't experience the highest highs without experiencing the lowest lows. Very true, man. I hope that penguin is not our highest high, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it will be, but it's still cool. Yeah, for real. Anyways. Um, um, another, uh, another little topic. Um I wanted to mention, uh, we did hit 200 followers this last week on Twitter, which was cool. Um, but I've also like I I texted you about this a couple times. Like, Twitter is a weird animal. Like, yeah, <laughs> we've been like fluctuating fluctuating between like 190, like seven, and like 207 followers for that whole time. And I think it's just because like like you said like. You know, people use those automated programs to, like, follow people just so they could try to get follows back. And if you don't follow them, then they just unfollow you after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Not that I really care that much about how many followers we have. But, like, I just want to make real connections with, like, real people. So, if... Yep. And that's where, like, most of the time when when I follow people back on our Twitter, and I think you've said this too before, like, you kind of look at their profile and you see, like, who they are. And if they seem like a real person, like, we'll follow you back, you know? And then... Yeah, for real. Like, uh, it's fun having conversations with people and, like, working together on things. Like, uh, this guy, this week, I've been following this guy for a little while, uh, Toad Journey, Toad underscore Journey on Twitter. He's making like this cool, um, like Super Mario kind of game, um, and uh, you know he was talking about using the A star algorithm for uh, pathfinding, and so I like asked him a question like, oh, what kind of resources did you use, you know? And he sent me back like a YouTube video that was like super helpful, um, and it's those like those little things that. I just, I don't know. It just feels really cool, you know? And that's what I love about Twitter and yeah. just social media or whatever in general, especially yeah. like if you don't know people, like getting connected over game development is really cool. Yeah. So it's pretty great. Um, that's the best part. It's just being able to, uh, you know, connect with uh, people all over the world. Mm-hmm. So for real. Um, I do see also, I don't, I don't know if you see this ever, but we have seven subscribers on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where to see that stuff, but uh, pretty great. We appreciate everybody who's doing that because that kind of stuff is like currency to podcasters. So yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Even though seven's like a small number, like you seven, lucky number uh, is well, one of them's me. <laughs> but uh, you guys are important to us. We appreciate you following us. Yeah. So, um, what else? The only other thing I wanted to mention was uh, that rainy game that I that I sent to you. Found this. Uh, yeah. Found this guy on Twitter. He just like posted to the hashtag game dev uh, thing on Twitter, and uh, he had just put up his uh, game that he was making during Ludum Dare, and uh, it just like. I I installed it and played it for a few minutes and uh, really reminded me of something cool like that we can make, you know? Um, oh, yeah, for real. Basically, it's like you have this uh, little guy with an umbrella and he's standing on like the outside of planet Earth or something. 
in space. You kind of like see him standing on top of Earth. And uh, you kind of use the mouse, like, or not the mouse, your phone or whatever. Kind of like those games you were talking about making with like the gyroscope or whatever motion on, on the uh, mm-hmm. on your phone. And you use it to like move the guy around. And randomly these asteroids are spawned and they like fire at Earth. And uh, you try and block them with your umbrella. And if you do, you get points. And if you don't, like if it hits Earth, then Earth's health meter goes down. And as soon as it goes to zero, then you lose and you have your high score. Oh, nice. So like that idea right there, like super simple concept. Like the art was pretty simple too, all pixel art. But uh, yeah, it was just cool. Like, and and I've been saying this whole time that my goal for the year is to put up a game on some sort of app store, like Google Play or whatever. And uh, the fact that that guy made that game very simple and put it up on an app store, like I can see us being able to do that by the end of the year. So I don't think he has it up on iOS, but uh, if you get a chance, I had to like really search hard for it. Um, I can't, I like actually can't even find it right now, (laughs) but uh, if you get a chance, look for uh, Rainy on Google Play. It's a pretty cool little game. Sounds hella badass. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like I've dominated talking this week. Even though I didn't think no, I would talk fine. at all. <laughs> well, go listen to the last episode, dude. I literally talked nonstop over you, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right. Well, anything else you want to mention, Rhett? I can't believe we're hitting an hour. I know. I was thinking the same thing. No, honestly, like, I think we, we discussed it all. Uh, I'm really excited to get the finishing touches on the Berg and uh, get that just done and out of our lives for good so we can get on with, with everything and get on with learning and and all that sort of stuff. I, we learned a lot, did a lot of cool things, and um, for real, encourage anybody, uh, you know, to game jam and start, or, you know, finish whatever you start and uh, just get it out of your life. I think it goes toward, to, like, every art or, like, craft. Um, you know, don't let yourself, um, like, lose sight of finishing things and don't be afraid of, like, finishing something that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah like like we were saying like you know if it if finishing it means losing some of the details that you really wanted to have in the game like i think at this point especially for us beginners finishing it is going to be more important than getting every little detail that you want in the game so yeah anyways but um well unless you have anything else that does it for me yeah uh, challenges for next week. <laughs> um, I challenge you, Taylor, to go a week without cheese. Oh my God! <laughs> do you think you can do it? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel really cold-hearted right now. <laughs> dude. Oh my God. Um, damn, dude, that's ruthless. Uh, okay. I accept your challenge. I'll see what I can do. Wow, really? I was I I feel bad. I'm gonna have to talk to my wife about it. <laughs> She'll think it's great, <laughs> dude. She'll love it. She's she's always telling me I need to eat less cheese. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like imagine like do you sit in front of the TV like just like a huge block yeah, of dude. Tail, look mild you know medium cheddar or whatever just like well munching on it. You ever see that meme where there's that guy who's lit- he's like this huge dude and he's li- he literally has like like a gigantic block of cheddar and he's just eating it. <laughs> like I'm not that guy, but uh, I got a I got a real knack for cheese. So well, I do. I feel guilty now, but no, 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 no it's I guess good. You already accepted, so I was. We were talking about health this week. Um, I'm starting to run more, so maybe cheese, giving up cheese will uh, make me feel better. We'll find out. Um, let's see. What is my challenge to you? Um. All right, my challenge to you this week, Rhett, is to make some progress on the. R.B. Whitaker book. Oh, right on. Good choice. Yeah, I don't. I was thumbing through it uh, yesterday at work. So nice. Sounds good. Yeah, I want you to. Uh, I don't want you just to thumb through it though. I want you to like 
Full out. Uh, I shouldn't say I was thumbing through it. I should. I should say I was targeting specific chapters. Okay. Well, you should definitely read it uh, from start to finish. I think. Okay. So well, I, I will. I'll do that then. I'll. Because uh, I. I've. I take it to work with me every day. I read it every day. Cool. I'll start on page one and <laughs> keep, and I'll put a bookmark in it and actually go through it. Nice. Love it. Cool. All right, man. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. We'd love for you to get you guys to all get involved with us. Um, so hit us up on Twitter at GameDevsQuest. Uh, email us at gdq at airpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, don't be a stranger. Subscribe if you can to the podcast as well. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Yep. Cue that music. Cue it.